The sacred divine feminine is creative, abundant, flowing, receiving, and disruptive. And the new energy of money, including cryptocurrency, decentralized finance, NFTs, and even the metaverse, is all these things too. Welcome to the Goddess of Crypto, a weekly show where women who are already in this powerful space will cover these topics simply so you can relax into knowing that the future of finance is female. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Goddess of Crypto. This is an incredibly volatile time in the market. Bitcoin has dropped significantly I believe more than 20% just over the last couple of weeks. And it is expecting to take a pretty precipitous turn downward. As a result, the altcoins have fallen as well. And everything in the entire crypto industry is in the middle of an 11 on the fear and greed index, which means extreme fear and greed. And that is true of the stock market as well. People have lost 20 to 30% of their portfolios. We have seen such precipitous drops in stocks that it looks like crypto sometimes. The sacred divine feminine is creative, abundant, flowing, receiving, and disruptive. And the new energy of money including cryptocurrency, decentralized finance, NFTs, and even the metaverse, is all these things too. Welcome to the Goddess of Crypto, a weekly show where women who are already in this powerful space will cover these topics simply, so you can relax into knowing that the future of finance is female. That information is true kind of all the time. Like if you really research, there are stocks that are dropping 90% or 80%. I've actually seen a picture of about 20 stocks that look like they're crypto stocks, but they aren't. They're regular stocks that are traded on Wall Street and they have seen that kind of like 90% drop. But just recently, Netflix experienced an enormous drop losing a huge chunk of its value almost overnight by, I believe, the catalyst for that was raising their rates a couple of dollars per month. But it's making and also saying that they were going to crack down on shared passwords. So that's what's making such a huge difference in the market. And I want to say whether you're investing in the stock market, you're investing in the crypto market, or you're just sitting on the sidelines and kind of watching, it does look like we are headed for what is called a bear market. And a bear market, and I never knew this until I started paying really close attention to money, a bear market is basically a market that is going down or is already close or at the bottom. A bull market is when the market is taking an upturn or is booming. The bulls or the bears are not just Chicago teams. It also applies to Wall Street and now to the crypto market as well. 
There are people who will say right now with Bitcoin at its biggest low in almost a year, they will say that they are bullish. In other words, they are buying and are excited about Bitcoin as an example. But Bitcoin is really kind of the gold standard, so to speak, of crypto. And so that's the one that I tend to use when I talk about a particular coin. It's also the one that I feel the strongest is going to make a difference inside of this new energy of money long term. So that's another reason that I choose to talk about it. So I am bullish on everything. And here's why. I have lived through the internet, the advent of the internet. I sold on a margin call And a margin call, for those of you that don't know, is when you basically borrow against the value of the stock you have to buy more. And when that value drops, especially very quickly, they do what's called a margin call, which means that overnight you're told we have to liquidate some or all of your assets to cover the balance because the collateral, the stock itself that they gave you the money against, no longer has the value that it had, sometimes yesterday, literally. In the late 1990s, after stocks like Amazon and Apple and Starbucks came out, there was a lot of speculation on internet stocks, which at the time were untried. Now, I personally owned every single one of those three stocks that I just mentioned, and I was building my portfolio using a tool that at the time I didn't really understand. And that was the margins, buying something on margin. And I really got pushed out of the market almost overnight. Now, the funny thing is those stocks at the time went down between 80 and 90%. But now you look at them and they are the blue chip stocks, right? Apple and Amazon and Starbucks, especially Amazon. Those stocks have made people fortunes. Those monies that at the time seemed so high were a fraction of what the stocks are valued today after splits and everything else. Mostly the thing that's happened to those stocks over time is time itself. And that's what I want to talk to you about. If you look at any of what's going on in the crypto market in the short term, it's a bloodbath. If you look over the longer term, if you look back over the last 10 years, we are really just getting started. And there's this wonderful graph that shows what the internet looked like as far as adoption, and this is not of stocks, but of the internet itself, what that adoption looked like in 1995. And it was 14 million people who were online in 1995. And over time, between then and 2015, it grew to the adoption by billions and billions of people of the internet. So within a 20-year window, we went from 14 million people to something like 6 billion people who were on the internet. And most of that happened 
in the next decade after 1995, the big adoption came in. By 1998, people were no longer saying after that first stock market crash in 1998, 1999, and I think it was over by 2000. And I didn't look these statistics. I simply lived through them. So they may be off by a little bit. After that, people started seeing that the internet wasn't going anywhere and they started moving their typewriters off of their desks and getting computers. Now, at the time, I had already been online, I want to say in 1995, I had been online maybe around six months. I think I got into it at the beginning, like in 1994, 1995 was when we really all got the internet. But I'd had a computer on my desk by then for about three years and I could starting to code in HTML and those things. So I was very much an early, early adopter. And what you see today is kind of the same thing. The early adopters usually are young people who have not been told it doesn't work that way. They got trained a different way. It's never going to work that way. And also who just in general, because this is true of a lot of people, don't like change. I really feel like there's such an opportunity if you can simply learn to embrace change for you to allow yourself to get up on the surfboard and learn to surf before the new energy of money wave grows enough to become the tsunami that I see coming. And this dates back to the very first episode that I did of Goddess of Crypto, where I talked about that tsunami and the download that I got from what I call the Goddess of Crypto to show me that this is the way that this is what's coming in our financial future. Don't take my word for it. Don't ever take anyone's word for anything. Get out there, do your own research, make your own decisions. That's what you're here for. I am simply here as a guide to share what I know, to share what I'm learning. For those of you that don't know, I'm based in Miami. So I get to go deal with this stuff, be in the swim. There's my water metaphor again, pretty much every single week. I went to four conferences last month. I'll go to two this month. There are Bitcoin brunches here every single Sunday. I can go to everything and practically every day and see what is happening. State of the art a la minute. And that's really exciting for me. I absolutely love it. I love being on the bleeding edge because that's kind of where I cut my teeth in my business originally back at the early days of the internet. And I can see so many similar patterns happening. Going back to the graph that I was talking about a few minutes ago, if these numbers hit the way that we can see the graphs matching right now, which is really perfectly as far as the adoption, we will see that over the next decade, there are billions of people who are going to get involved with crypto. And this time with this bear market, as the market drops so significantly, will look like a blip. Because just like what happened in 98 and 99, when the internet stock market crashed, there will be people there to pick up the pieces who will acquire and who will move forward. Other thing that I want to talk about that I think is just so important, please, 
learn from my mistake when I made it and don't do what I did. Don't allow your fear and your lack of knowledge to get in your way. What I should have done, in my opinion, now looking back, and I've long forgiven myself for this, but what I wish that I had chosen to do instead was to say, oh, well, I didn't know how to use that tool properly. I didn't see the numbers coming. I didn't see how to exit. But now I'm going to learn. I'm going to choose to get more involved. I'm going to choose to learn more information and to pay more attention and to study this stuff a half an hour a day, 15 minutes a day on the potty, if that's what it takes. But instead, I got so scared. I never even told anybody that I had these margin calls. I didn't tell them that I had been pulled out of the stock market, that the money that I had been putting in every few months for several years was gone. It was because of fear and because I didn't think that as somebody that had never trained with money, I didn't have a finance degree, I didn't have an MBA. And remember back then, it was the beginning of the internet, so there was no YouTube. You could not go to get a great resource unless you went and read a book. And those stock books were a little dry. So let's just say it wasn't really appealing. Were there people that I could have asked? Were there people that I could have found and asked to guide me? I absolutely could have. My father would have been a great person to talk to since he'd been in the stock market at that point for probably 40 years, but I was afraid. I didn't feel comfortable asking for that kind of help. And to be honest, I felt stupid. I felt like I should have known better, which is what now as a mindset coach, I can tell you, oh my goodness, we all do this to ourselves all the time. We think I'm stupid because I don't understand something. Not, I don't understand something because I never learned it because they don't teach this stuff in school and they still don't teach this stuff in school. We don't, unless like higher level education, sure, but they ought to be teaching this stuff to kids in kindergarten. They should be teaching children about compound interest when they're five years old. I heard about it for the first time in a class when I was 15 and I remember thinking, and it was literally like two paragraphs or something, and I remember thinking, well, that's going to take forever. Like, I don't have that long. What a mistake. But nobody explained it to me from the standpoint of why I should care or what's in it for me or how it could help me later. And the whole idea that somebody goes to you and says, like, take 10 cents of every dollar you make, kid, while you're making $200 a week at your first job and start putting it aside because you have nothing and it doesn't matter. And then as you make money going forward, you'll never miss it. And then you'll have this enormous nest egg. People don't tend to do that with their kids or their grandkids. If you're hearing me and this makes sense to you, share this with the little people that you know. Change their lives early because even if you didn't make that choice for yourself, you could still help young person make it for themselves. The question is always, what's in it for me? That's what everybody wants to know. And I think educating yourself 15 minutes a day until you at least have enough comfort in your choices to be able to get into a market, it's not too much to ask. And to say, 
out there in the world right now, oh, there's a bear market going on and I don't understand. And if people who study this stuff know what they're doing and they're not making any money, how can I make any money? In my opinion, that's a mistake. I think that as women, we can be guided much better by our intuition. We can trust our intuition. I know women who invest entirely in stocks on their intuition. And look at me. I had no access to my intuition at the time. And yet I bought three knowing nothing of stocks that are now considered the modern blue chip stocks, the ones you can really count on. I find that ironic and wonderful. And after I got through the difficult period of telling myself how wrong I was, I realized that all I did was keep myself from being in the market at a time when I could have made a lot of money. Now, I've been scammed out of stuff in crypto as well. I don't really know anybody who hasn't been scammed at least a little bit if they got into it enough. If you're just buying Bitcoin and that's all you ever do and you're just buying it through an exchange that you trust and then you're transferring it into a cold storage hardware wallet, you're great. If you're getting more speculative than that, chances are somebody will come along and scam you. And I'll do a future episode that is entirely about crypto scams because there are a lot of them and I kind of collect them so I understand what's going on over time and how to make sure that my clients avoid them completely when I teach on crypto. However, what I want you to know right now is don't be afraid because your fear will keep you from learning. You don't have to invest anything today. You don't have to jump in with both feet. I think there's going to be a bear market for a while. And I didn't sell before the bear market. I just held everything because long term, over time, I truly believe in the future of cryptocurrency. And as far as I'm concerned, it's just a physical transaction. It's all going to go right back up again and it's going to go up significantly more. I'm not talking about six months. You can day trade over the day. You can swing trade over periods of time. I would love to swing trade. I just am busy running my business and that seemed harder. So my choice is to use dollar cost averaging to go in over time. That's how I do it. Again, you do you and do your own research before you get in at all. Just understand that time will cure most of this. Over time, markets usually go up. And this particular market, just like the internet, is being adopted over the next decade and two decades. And that's where we're going to see significant shifts. I hope this episode of Goddess of Crypto has been helpful to you. Please like, comment, subscribe on your favorite platform. We are on 17 platforms and YouTube. I would love to have you share this with the mothers, best friends, daughters, grandmothers in your life. I want all the women in the world to know about the new energy of money and to learn to surf the waves. I'll see you next time. Every week, transformational wealth coach Hallie Evelyn 
leads a conversation that helps to ensure that women everywhere can learn to surf the coming tsunami of the new energy of money. You can find her at goddessofcrypto.me. That's goddessofcrypto.me. Be sure to subscribe to Goddess of Crypto on your favorite platform or watch the show on YouTube. And remember, wealth isn't just your privilege, it's your right. Every week, transformational wealth coach Hallie Evelyn leads a conversation that helps to ensure that women everywhere can learn to surf the coming tsunami of the new energy of money. You can find her at goddessofcrypto.me. That's goddessofcrypto.me. Be sure to subscribe to Goddess of Crypto on your favorite platform or watch the show on YouTube. And remember, wealth isn't just your privilege, it's your right. <laughs>